Hey, make sure to join us. We'll be tomorrow at the Mountainland Valley View Pro-Am at Valley View Golf Course, 2501 East Gentile Street in Layton. See Utah's best pros in action by joining Hans and Scotty again tomorrow, noon to 3 at Valley View Golf Course. I just went third person. Join Hans and Scotty. Well, that's us. (laughs) You going to play in that thing? No. I will not be playing in it, but I will definitely be representing it because it is a great thing that they do. Is this Damian Woody's, is it his top 10 best players in the NFL? Uh, Yeah. Look at that. Bobby Wagner, number eight. You see Bobby just signed him a new contract? Yeah, he did. Highest paid linebacker in the NFL? Mm Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. He made the biggest splash in... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh boy. Number 10, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, number 10. Patrick Mahomes, number one, and Aaron Donald, number two. Khalil Mack, really good player. I don't think I would ever trade that guy. Did you see Saquon Barkley? He's up there at number seven. Uh, yeah, that's a little too high. Looks like Damien's the only one that got Bobby Wagner on their list. Best linebacker in the NFL. You don't put him on there. Okay, that makes sense. Way to go, Lewis Riddick. He's got Mike Evans, the wide receiver, at five. Oh, Lewis, your list sucks. Holy cow. ESPN pays you? Go back and put Bobby on it. Jeez. Garbage. All right, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Joining us now on the Sprint Special Guest Line, where you get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit a local Sprint store near you for details. You know him, you love him, even if he laughs at you. It's Frank Dolce. Hey, Frank. Hi, Frank. <laughs> I think that's – hey, guys. I think that's really unfair, by the way, to, to, to say that I laugh at people. That's not true at all. You laugh with them? Frank, yes. Frank, yes. when I had I that with them. when I had that rib meat stuck in my throat, and you asked what was wrong, I said I've got rib meat stuck in my throat. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and you just like belly laughed in, at me. <laughs> that's, that's not true at all. That that didn't that didn't happen at all. In fact, I was so concerned about you that I went to check on you. Yeah, and you knocked the, on the stall in the of, men's room, and and then you, I I I didn't know that no one was making a noise. I saw feet, and I was <laughs> genuinely concerned for your well-being to the point where I knocked on the stall door. Hey, buddy, Only you all right? Get it up, big fella. Yeah, yeah. You grip Only it and rip it. That you had gone out back to do whatever you needed to do to dislodge the rib meat. I went behind behind the smokehouse. That's not something you can do in a public restroom. It's loud. Well, so when I walked out of the restroom, not... I was going to go get the manager to try and unlock the stall door or something. He's dead in there. And when I walked out of the restroom and you were standing there, it was quite a surprise. Eating a rib. (laughs) Oh, no. He finished his ribs. He cleared the stricture, he cleared the clog, and then he finished his rib. It was it well, was amazing. Well, glad I got that figured out. All right, let's get back to work. 
Yeah. <laughs> when and I, I said, didn't laugh like that. Hold on. When, when, seriously, though, I want you to admit this. When I looked at you and I said, Frank, I have rib meat stuck in my throat, you're going to sit here and tell me you did not laugh in my face. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I'm pretty sure. That's that's pretty low blow. I'm pretty sure I didn't laugh in your face. Okay. I don't know. I'm. He's just saying it right now, and I'm laughing. I, I don't know how <laughs> you can not do. I'm laughing you. Uh, hey, how you doing? You good? I'm. Yes, fantastic. Okay. I'm ready. Ready for the football season to get rolling along, and already there's interesting news and. And so, I, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I'm excited to get back to work with you guys. I mean, I think that's as, uh, I, as I look forward to football season, just like everybody else, that is one of the things I most look forward to is the opportunity to work with you guys again. Oh, we appreciate it, man. That's, uh, that is a return thought. Thank you. Thank you. Um, how much is the Manny Bowen decision to apparently uh, take up a business opportunity? How much does it hurt that Utah defense? I think it's a big loss. That that was a guy. That, there was a guy that was going to solve a lot of problems for for the Utes at the linebacker position and provide the, the required depth at that position group. So. I think it's a pretty significant loss. I I looked across that defense and thought, well, the linebacker group is – if there's a questionable group on the defensive side, it's the linebacker group. And then he leaves, and now it becomes even more questionable. I think they have the talent to, to be competitive there. And certainly with the guys up front, it makes – it puts less of an emphasis on that, that group. But – but still, I think that's a that's a pretty key loss for Utah this at this point in the season. At least it happened now, and they have an opportunity to go through all camp and get a few guys ready. But still, an odd, kind of an odd situation. How would you manage transfers, Frank? In this situation, a grad transfer. How many of those would you look at, and how would you manage transfers? It's I. I'm not sure. I. I, I mean, I listen to you guys talk about the, the transfer rule, and, and maybe I don't know exactly where everybody falls on that. I I don't know how I how I feel about it. I th- I think it it should be more circumstantial. Like you know, there there has to be some significant reason why you're making a change and, and leaving a university and going to another place. And so I I don't know if I agree with all of it. And I think you it just you you manage it. Um, just based on where you are. So, you know, Alabama's going to manage it differently. To me, it just makes the rich richer. Who's not going to put their name in the transfer portal and then Alabama is, or, or, or Clemson or, you know, whomever, one of those schools, they're going to get the first pick of the letter. It just, to me, it just makes the rich richer. And, and so if you're, if you're the University of Utah, then, um, you don't necessarily get the, the cream of the crop. You don't get the first pick. So then you're managing it like, hey, we have a specific need here. Let's go to the transfer portal and see if that guy exists, and then we're going to go get him. So you just manage it. I think you manage it differently. Alabama can manage it like, hey, we're going to take the best guy that's out there available because he's going to come to Alabama. That's why he put his name in the transfer portal. University of Utah or, or maybe lots of Pac-12 schools will say, 
We have a specific need. Utah now says we have a specific need at the linebacker position. Who is the guy? Who is the best available guy that that we can snag from the transfer portal? Hmm. Frank Dolce joining us right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Um, would you be wary of a kid uh, coming in via transfer? Not necessarily. I mean, unless his name is like Jeff George. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Deal? Jeff George probably was the forerunner to the whole transfer portal. I think he transferred three times, which was unheard of back back in the day um, before ending up in Illinois or wherever, where he, wherever he ended up. But I, I, I don't know. I, I mean – I think you you have to do a little bit of a of a discovery on the on the kid, and and figure out if there are some signs that you know not all is well. And I think that in this particular case, which just happened to Utah, there were probably some signs. And and this is a guy that had been suspended a couple times right before bowl games, and even though he was a very productive player at Penn State, you know there are probably some signs that would make you think twice about about making a run on a kid like that just because you invest all of this time and effort and money and and this is what happens you lose the guy right before camp starts let's switch over to the quarterback situation at the university of utah obviously jason shelley tyler huntley both returning huntley really nominated as the starter and uh, rightfully so as he's getting back and getting healthy how do you feel about the quarterback situation right now with those two really controlling first and second reps? I think it's really good. I, I feel as positive about the quarterback position as I have in I don't know how, how long. It feels like there's there's a good guy in the starter's position, um, if you manage him correctly, and a guy with a lot of game experience that has proven himself as a as clearly, maybe even better than a, what your standard backup might be in in the league, and and there's some obviously some injury history. So I think the quarterback position seems really solid for for Utah right now. Two guys, you know, in in Huntley and Shelley that have similar skill sets. So you don't really have to change the offense around with with those two guys if if you have to shuffle one in and, and take a guy out. I think it's. I think it's really positive um, at that position group, at the quarterback position group. I, I you know, I think those guys um, probably in their careers in college. I mean, I think they're good college level quarterbacks, and that's where they'll what, where where they'll end up, and that's great. And and Utah, I I don't know if they could do any better right now at that position group. Frank Dolce joins us here on ninety seven five twelve eighty the zone. Is there uh, is there a particular position group that makes you Maybe nervous isn't the word, but uh, any level of concern going into the season? It's still, to me, it's still the offensive line, and Hans will be more educated about this, and I've heard him talk about it, and he's way more passionate about it. I think I'm passionate about the line of scrimmage, and, and, and Hans takes that to a, to a completely different level. So, But I still think the offensive line is the question mark to me. I, I know that there's questions about the, the wide receiver group, but the way that Utah is going to run the offense, the way that I think Utah should run their offense, it's not based in the passing game. And I think there's adequate talent to be effective and maybe even more than effective in the passing game. So I'm not as worried about the talent on the outside. 
receiving the football. I, it, it's more to me if you want to if you want to dominate the line of scrimmage and if you want to run the ball downhill and you want to give Zach Moss and some of those guys the ability to, to dominate and control a football game, then it has to happen up front. And I think there's there's the talent is is there up front, but maybe still a little unproven in in areas. And and hopefully those guys have you know, made some strides in the in the offseason. And it's a group that has some experience. So I would still go back to the offensive line as my question mark heading into the season. So, you know, we were talking about the, the exit of Manny Bowen, and obviously Francis Bernard is back, and you've got Devin Lloyd. Are you worried about the depth at linebacker? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely concerned. With, with Bowen leaving, I think that makes the depth Questionable at the linebacker position. I thought the linebacker position prior to the announcement was was kind of in that um, B sort of above average range, uh, and and the proper depth and the ability to to give younger guys a chance to grow into the position. Now it seems like the depth is gone, and you're going to have to force guys into game time situations you're going to have to you're going to have to speed up this process of getting guys experience when you when you didn't when you didn't have to before so yeah the depth is a concern at the linebacker spot i i think the the, the big positive for utah regarding that lack of depth at the linebacker position is that they have a lot of depth and talent in front of the linebacker position and so if those guys can control the line of scrimmage you know, it's certainly a benefit to to the to the group that lines up behind them. If um, if you were a betting man and uh, you needed him healthy for a season, would you put Britton Covey out on the uh, out on the field against BYU, or would you hold him out? Uh, it's 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 unnecessary. It's unnecessary for Britton Covey to play in that game unless he's completely healthy, unless he's a hundred percent ready to go. If now, if you're talking. If you're talking now, you're at the end of the season and you're competing in a championship game or you're competing in uh, in a bowl game, then then yes, you put Britton Cubby out on the field in those types of situations. But but it's completely different. It's the front of the year. It's a non-conference game. It's an important game, but it's not a critical game. And so you want to give your star as much opportunity to be as close to 100% healthy when he steps onto the field as possible. And so I just, I don't see any reason to, to push that, to push him into the first game if he's not 100% ready. So without Britton Covey on the field, who are your playmakers at wide receiver? I, I, I like a lot of those. I mean, I I like a lot of those guys. I'm still a big fan of uh, Nakua. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I seem to lean to lean on him, but I think he's a good combination of the ability to get downfield. He's not necessarily going to run by people, but the ability to get downfield and catch a ball when you need a catch to be made. So I I would kind of lean. I would kind of lean, and if that would be that would be my guy. Um, he's he's the guy that always seems, in my mind, to, to to make a play when when a play needs to be made. So I don't know that that's probably different. I've heard lots of people talk about lots of different guys. 
Um, but I think Nakua is the guy I would I would target. Frank, you're a good man. What's your uh, What's your schedule like this week? Let's go do breakfast. <laughs> you, Scotty, you. Uh, my schedule is like this: we have one day left in the week, and now I'm scheduled. You asked me the day oh. before, the last day of the week. So, oh. but I'm 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 here next week. Uh, you know, and, and, and I'd be available. Let's, let's do this right now. Let's do this. next week. Uh, what day, Hans? So, what day would you be available next week? Well, I'm available most mornings because uh, our camp opportunities are in the evenings. Uh, I cannot do Mondays or Wednesdays, but Tuesday. I can do Thursday. I can do Thursday. Thursday. That's the Thursday is the eighth. Oh, that's my anniversary. I can't do that. <laughs> you can't do breakfast on your anniversary. I might. I might be off. I might take that day off. You're taking it off. Yeah. Can you That's do perfect? Then, can then you, you don't have an excuse that you're so busy with appointments and meetings. Can you do Tuesday? How about Tuesday? I ha- I'm booked on Tuesday. What, what time are you booked till or at? Because we can nine, do nine to nine to ten. How can, about can eight? you give us eight? Yeah, I could do eight. Okay, all but, right. But then you're making me eat a double breakfast. Uh, but that's fine. That's that's yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's actually what Hans and I call Tuesday. So that works out. <laughs> double breakfast Tuesday? Yes. Okay. Well, thanks for letting me in on the, we'll, the we'll, inside there. Okay. We'll make double our, breakfast Tuesday. We'll make our breakfast at McDonald's so that your corporate could be you know something higher level like Denny's. Yeah. Oh. A little more special. I love McDonald's. So do I, man. I'm unabashedly American, and and McDonald's is a great American institution. I love McDonald's. What's your uh, what's your order of choice at Mickey D's? Because I really don't believe I, this. Yeah, if I if I go to McDonald's, then there are a couple things I I love on the menu. There are probably three three things I'm gonna love on, and I'm gonna tell you a secret, another secret about McDonald's too. Okay, so if I go, I typically will get a sausage burrito. Yeah, and the and the yogurt parfait. Regardless, regar- regardless of the time of day. Well, not necessarily. Those are kind of more morning, uh, but morning I think, things. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then, if I'm going for, if I happen to drive through a McDonald's for lunch, then just a single, simple, single cheeseburger. I love it. Yeah, I'm with you. Love, on that. love the cheeseburger. All right, you're the man. Yeah. Tuesday, yeah. and tu- I, I go there. By the way, Scotty, it's your anniversary coming up. I I go to McDonald's. My wife and I go to McDonald's every year as a tradition on our anniversary. Is that like a first so, date or something? Or no, it's because you know. Long story short, the wedding went a lot longer than expected. The the you know the reception. Oh yeah. And then and then we were starving because we were standing in this. Re- ridiculous line all night and we never got to eat and the only thing that was open on our way out of town was mcdonald's oh nice so there that's you go where we went i like that we, we went to mcdonald's very cool and so we've kept that tradition nice. for 50 years <laughs> for, for for the last for six years <laughs> for, frank I, I, i'm so pumped for the season man i i can't wait to get back into pre and post with you we're gonna have a blast this and, year I'm I'm having the you know I'm having these like uh, night sweats because I just I I'm so looking forward to I miss the analysis and and the insight that you provide that really makes me have to be on my toes and and start thinking more critically about the game so I'm I am as as much as you are I think I am looking forward to that opportunity. 
Look at that. Are He's you, right. Are you being serious here, Frank? Because I... I, you always do this. You, you guys always do this to me. Yes, I am being that's sincere. That's absolutely being. That's that's me at my most sincere. I, I, have this, I, have this, I have this problem with people. It happens to me all the time. It happens more than you may think. That I get this quite. Are you being serious? Yes, absolutely. I'm being serious. I can't. I can't tell you how excited I am for this this uh, upcoming football season and the chance again to sit down with you guys and. Is it regular? Oh, hey, I, I did want to get a commitment from Scotty for both of us on air. Scotty, if they uh, if the Utes do make a run to the Rose Bowl, we're taking the uh, yes. the pre yes. and post Let's game. You know, you know, we can't have that conversation on the air right now. What do you mean? Let's make that happen, Scotty. Pre and post live from Pasadena. I tell you, we might Pasadena. We might need to have you uh, talk to your neighbor about bankrolling that. My neighbor? Yeah. Is this the one with the sauna? Oh. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. My neighbor? Yeah, yeah. you're new. Yeah. Well, as long I mean, I'm sure as long as he could be part of it, I'm sure he would do oh, it. Oh, I'll, I'll, he can be a co-host if yeah. he wants. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, is this the sauna guy? No. Oh. No, 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 no. He's not bankrolling anything. He's more interested in hands going over and being hit and with a bush. With, with, with the, with, yeah. So that he's not going to bankroll anything. Although if if Hans would show up and sit in the sauna with him for an hour ninety minutes, who knows what he might do? I mean, he might be our next best sponsor. Take one for the team. Hans. There you go, Hans. <laughs> Give him my number. <laughs> Let's make it happen. All right, okay. Frank, you're the man. Appreciate it. You guys are the best. Talk to you soon. See you. All right, the man, the myth, the legend.